0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We are going to get to Dwayne Long in just one minute. First, I need you to do the show a favor. If you have not done so yet, please go to iTunes and give the show a five-star review. Leave a question or a comment. Also, you should be getting this podcast through an app to your phone, automatically populated. It will do that if you sign up and subscribe. You can do that in several places. It really helps the show. What also helps the show? Recurring guests of high quality like Dwayne Long. Dwayne, how goes it?
1: Oh, I'm having a hard time over here because I'm walking around with my fingers crossed all the time. Hoping to get to Saturday.
0: We are going to address in detail the possibility of the game being played. As of right now, things are looking good. First, we need to take a quick look back at the W over Michigan's in-state brethren, the Spartans. Ohio State went there. I think there was some intrigue, at least, because of the guys missing and the fact Ohio State hadn't played in a while. They went out there and put forth a pretty crisp performance, 52-12 to W. What was the long view? it it well it was utter
1: domination michigan state is really not very good and uh i you know i look at michigan and i see a quarterback start that <laughs> the the kid he's just McNamara's clearly better and and then we we saw it with um michigan state lombardi's really bad and uh, i can't remember the kid's name behind him he was a horn i believe it Thorn. yep horn much, much better, much better quarterback. It, who knows the game? They would have scored a few more points maybe if they had started Thorne. I don't get how Lombardi ever beat them out. Uh, but otherwise, just utter domination. You know, uh, we talk about the offensive line. We're still not running the ball real great. Um, but we gotta, we gotta write that off as when you're down three starters, two are probably going to be first round draft choices. And the third is definitely going to play. I I wouldn't be surprised to see Munford go off the board by the third round. When you lose that, you're not going to, especially with as little as the other kids have played I'm really disappointed that I think days even worse than, than, uh, uh, urban Meyer was about not getting younger guys seasoned. That would be the one negative I would take from, from uh, Saturday is just, you know, let's get some more guys on the field. Let's get them – you know, why wait until next year? Why – even spring, we, we need to get more guys on the football field, more young guys so they're more ready to play. I, I tell you, one that you have to look at is Mayan Williams. Maya, Mayan Williams ran better than any back on the field last Saturday. So that's something we got to think about. And he got in there before Chambers, so you wonder what's going on there. Uh, Also, uh, Chrisman is just – he was – I didn't mention it in the long view, and I meant to, uh, just how well he was killing them. He was burying them deep. And that right there, Jim Trestle used to talk about how the block punt is the biggest play in the game. Well, you know what? A punter who can consistently bury teams inside their own ten – it's, it's wow. Making teams have to go that far to score, it matters. It really matters. So him having a, a game like that, that was big. So yeah, just a, a, a domination of a team we should have dominated. We played like we should have.
0: Did you have any concerns about Justin Fields going into the game? Basically, he was coming off the only truly negative performance of his career, and what he did against Sparty was truly unbelievable. From fielding the screwy, you know, snaps to creating stuff out of nothing, all of his gifts were on display. Oh
1: yeah, he was outstanding, and and well, I I had a slight bit of of concern going in that he might be a little shaky confidence-wise, but not really. And he quickly uh, took care of that. I I think the kid, you know, he's – last year, first year as a starter, that may have been a bigger deal, him coming off easily his worst game. Uh, But this year he just, you know, had a bad game, put it behind me, move forward, and that's what he did. And he dominated the games, (laughs) throwing the ball, running the ball. It was just Michigan State had to be saying, what the hell are we going to do about this kid? We, we can't back up because he'll run. If we come at him, he's going to throw over top of us. He was just, how do you stop a guy like Justin Fields? That's why I believe that Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence runs well, but Fields is a weapon. And just like Lamar Jackson, somebody, you know, we didn't think Lamar Jackson was going to go as high as he did. What did he end up doing? He ended up being NFL MVP in a few years. Well, Justin Fields throws far better than Lamar Jackson did as a as a college player, and he's dangerous with his feet. I could see somebody deciding that you know what, this kid is what the future is supposed to be. Quarterbacks who can do it all, and let him run the ball. Uh, and and you know he's outstanding passer, accurate. Justin Fields, if he goes number one overall, it's not going to surprise me.
0: Yeah, there were several plays where every single thing went wrong. Uh, It was a bad play call. It was a bad snap. The blocking was suspect. And he still created positivity out of those plays. And that is really the difference in winning and losing. Did anything happen in the Michigan State game that gives you cause for concern going forward?
1: You know, once the thorn kid came in, the secondary looked a little vulnerable again. Uh, that's my, that's my concern going forward. They're still doing stuff that makes no sense. I don't know if they're, um, just not focused. They're not concentrating. I, it's not scheme. People want to go back to scheme, uh, that, that the after effects of Shiano out there doing what nobody understood what he was trying to do. Uh, it's, it's just, are they coached up? They're making decisions. You're like, why did you do that? And, and, you know, or do we not have the talent or are, are they just not being coached well right now? We've got a first-time defensive coordinator who is also supposed to be coaching defensive backs. Well, if you're putting together a, a game plan for the, the entire defense, are you having enough time to, to be the, uh, the, the defensive back coach? We don't know right now, Dan, because they're not playing well. And I think it, it's not as talented as we've been in the past. Let's just be straight about that. But it's still, this is Ohio State. You know, you, you got talent. It's just not as good as it was in the past. But I think it goes back to, is our is our defensive coordinator not spending enough time with his position group? There's something going on there that these guys are just blowing assignment, blowing assignment, blowing assignments.
0: We're going to take a quick break, come back, and look ahead. We are back as of about 8.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning. It does appear the Michigan Wolverines intend to play the game this weekend after their bout with the COVID. Let's start there. Do you buy it? They are practicing in small groups. What's your expectation for the weekend?
1: I expect they're going to play, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? I don't think the big 10 is going to go for this. I think there is immense pressure on Michigan to play. So Ohio state has enough games to uh, the, the college football committee uh, playoff committee will say, okay, yeah, this is one of the top four teams in the country. It is one of the top four teams in the country, but there can still be that question about the number of games The it's important to the big 10 conference that the big 10 is represented in the uh, college football playoff. It's, so I imagine they're getting Michigan's getting all kinds of calls. Do whatever you have to do to make sure you're on the field Saturday. We gotta have that game, and that's why I think that it's going to happen. And as you said, we had uh, as of eight thirty when <clears throat> when we checked, there was no news, and I think no news is good news as long as we're not hearing anything other than they're practicing. We're good.
0: Remember, people, this is 2020. They're going to test up until kickoff. So, you know, be ready for a curveball. But as of right now, I would say the optimism is peaking. What do you expect from Michigan, you know, as a football team? They haven't played in a while. When they have played, they haven't been good. Their coach is beleaguered, though. There's a report that he's been offered an extension at a discounted rate. What do you expect out of the game?
1: A thorough ass-kicking to put it bluntly, they're going to. This is just such a mismatch. This is the biggest mismatch that we, most of us, have ever seen in our lifetime. Michigan is a really bad. They lost to Michigan State at home, and we just whipped Michigan State by 40 points. <laughs> Michigan is bad, and it's not getting any better. I don't know which quarterback they're down to. I know McNamara is not playing, and he was the best quarterback they had. They, can, they don't run the ball well. And so I said, I, I think the one thing you have to look at is that Michigan State beat them at the, at the the big house, and we just walked through Michigan State. This could be the ugliest Ohio State-Michigan game that we've seen, and we've, the last couple of years has been ugly.
0: It's truly a bizarre situation. The spread was around 30 points, which is, I mean, that's outlandish. They do have trouble at quarterback and Ohio State seems to be hitting its stride. So we look forward to the game. Keep it locked in here, Buck Nunters. You never know what's going to happen next. It is 2020. Have a good one.